This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 034, Boy Blue. tells the tale of a medieval knight returning from the Crusades, finding himself a celebrated hero in his town, but ultimately rejecting the mantle of hero, and just wanting to live a peaceful, normal life and never take up arms again. It's both a dream of heroism and a song about pacifism and a little bit of an anti-war statement as well. The song was recorded at Delane Lee Studios in London in June, July, and August of 1974. It is also the last song to feature Mike the Albuquerque on vocals. He comes in on the sixth verse of the song. It also features what may be Bev Bevan, with his voice slowed down at the beginning, saying something about dreams, something that nobody has really been able to figure out. It also may be Peter Forbes Robertson, who did the narration for El Dorado Overture. While this particular song features, like a number of songs on El Dorado, a full orchestra, the string plucks are done by Hugh McDowell, Michael Edwards on the cellos, and Mick Kaminsky on violin. The song itself was covered on an ELO tribute called Lend Me Your Ears by Rick Altizer. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And the first time I heard this was on Ole ELO, December 31st, 1983. And uh, I really liked it. And then over the summer, I think it was June or July, I finally got the album. And then I really liked it. I liked that opening part with the horns and the orchestra and all that. And I thought that was great. And I thought a really neat trick about this song is sort of the same thing that happens with the Eldorado Overture and Can't Get It Out of My Head. That it leads right into Boy Blue. And it's genius the way Jeff does it without it being so jarring as it could be. Because it goes straight from the classical opening bit right into a distorted guitar. And it seemed like it fit like a couple of puzzle pieces that fit perfectly and not like ones that were pounded together with a frustrated fist and for a while I was like how does he do that how did it how did what does what's that trick that he makes it happen and after a while I don't know a few months whatever I listened closely and closely and and it's the I guess it's the a hi-hat symbol 
that's closed, the tick, 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 tick that's going on at the end of the classical part, and it keeps going right through to the beginning of Boy Blue. <laughs> thought was genius. It works so well that the two completely different types of music fit together nicely. I like everything about this song. I like the string plucking, the guitar, the... the, the I, really, I just like everything about this song. There's absolutely nothing to dislike about this song. No. This is one of my favorite, ultimate favorite ELO songs. There's very few of them I would say really excel this one. And this is what actually caught me on to what Jeff Lynn could really do when he's in the studio and when he really puts his mind to it. Because he manages, in a lot of ways, to do what a lot of the progressive groups wanted to do, which was meld classical and rock and roll into the same thing, where a lot of times it really, really clashed. Mm -hmm. Here... You've got that trumpet opening, then you've got a little callback to the Eldorado Overture with a little bit of narration, and then you've got the classical portion, and then it goes right into the rock portion and combines all the string plucking and the other strings and everything, so everything just feels like it belongs. It does not feel like anything's wasted in there. And his vocal performance on this is wonderful. No more old man screaming, no more <laughs> uh, distortion or anything. It's his voice coming through clear and loud and... It's perfect. It is. And lyrically, it's great, too. Yes, it really is. Uh, so when we started to take on The Night the Light Went On in Long Beach, I said it would be a good place to stop and review, you know, the last three albums that we've covered because ELO never sounds like this again. They sound like a completely different band after this. But after listening to Boy Blue, I can kind of see this as if it would have been a really, really good song from On the Third Day. If you stripped away the 30 or 40 piece orchestra, you would have the distorted guitar there that kind of ma 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 bellish. There's a section, a very small section in Boy Blue, where it sounds like it's the two cellos and the violin. <laughs> There's some sort of slidey guitar in there that kind of reminds me of Everybody's Born to Die, which was supposed to be on on the third day, but got yoinked off. And Jeff's voice here is sort of like, it's a mix of some of the stuff he sounded like from on the third day and what his voice would become that we know so well. So, I mean, I could see this being from On the Third Day with some slight alterations. I guess there's still some old ELO still mixed in with this really friggin' great ELO. Well, if it had been On the Third Day, then it probably wouldn't have been as good as it is, because I think that's a lot of what really lends this, is he's confident at this particular point. I think that's why he kind of used a lot of the distortion and everything on his voice before, is he wasn't too confident. Mm -hmm. This time around, he is not worried about different creaks and cracks that might happen and everything like that. He knows what he's doing, and he's going to do it, whether or not it really is going to be that successful in the long run. And, uh, well, of course, when you do it that way, a lot of times things work out, and it did for this particular album here. Yes, yes, it did. I can't imagine this song without that introduction. I, you know, for s seven months or so, I heard it without the introduction. And then when I heard it with the introduction, I was like, this makes the song so much better. Yes, it does. 
I haven't listened to Ole ELO in years, so it cuts off the introduction part of that. Yeah, it just... I, I always thought this was all part of the same song. I didn't consider the introduction as something separate. I've always considered it just the entire song, because that sets up everything that comes along with it. I mean, I can't imagine right. having to listen to this without the trumpet introduction, the little bit of narration, and then right into it. Right. Well, Ole ELO is, at least the cassette version... It's the singles, but it's not the edited versions. It's the full album version of what were the singles. So if you're going to release Boy Blue as a single, you wouldn't have that opening classical part, which I can understand if you're looking to get some radio airplay. You would jump right into the distorted guitar and the, the rock part. So for Ole ELO, it's the full version of Boy Blue, but without that opening classical bit. So it just jumps right in and goes. Got something to say about Boy Blue? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it? Boy Blue was the second single from El Dorado. It was released only in America on United Artists in April 1975. The song's length was chopped down to 2 minutes 54 seconds. Following on the massive top 10 success of ELO's first top 40 hit in America, Boy Blue shot to... uh, nowhere. The single did not chart. It just sat there in record stores watching people buy crappier 45s. Which is a crime against humanity. It's a far superior song than He Don't Love You by Tony Orlando and Dawn. He don't love you like I love you. Not this record! Not this record! Not this record! Midnight on the Water, a novel by Pam Van Allen, tells the story of Horace, a man with a bank job in the city, who escapes from his dreary, lonely life into an elaborate dream world of knights, shamans, and merry men. Based on the 1974 Electric Light Orchestra album El Dorado, Midnight on the Water by Pam Van Allen is available at Amazon.com. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I love the song so much i give it a 120,000 likes wow she liked it taste the music an electric light orchestra song by song podcast is a production of radio trolla entertainment assorted deli meats amalgamated you can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftm podcast at gmail.com keep up to date on the show by joining our facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on itunes you can financially support the podcast and get some goodies at patreon.com slash elo pod next week episode 035 laredo tornado